Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Brian Keneally, CEO, and Peter Sveer, Head of Revenue and Operations in North America, respectively, for BundleDocs, a software tool for combining multiple types of documents into a single, fully indexed, paginated, and bookmarked PDF. Brian, Peter, how are you? Uh, Very good, thank you. Thanks, Ari. Doing well. Thanks, Ari. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Brian, how has BundleDocs expanded as interest in legal technology of all types has increased? Uh, well, Ari, um, this is the best way to answer this. Is I would say there's three phases to this, as far as I see it. There's the pre-COVID phase, let's call it the COVID phase, and this year, let's call it the post-COVID phase. Prior to COVID, we developed a cloud-first electronic binder product, which you mentioned in the introduction. Um, the law firms that adopted our technologies were progressive firms who wanted to create efficiencies within their practices and obviously save, save the practice time and money. So by adopting our solution, they were able to automate and streamline manual processes. In other words, processes that they had relied on for years. And then moving kind of forward, the COVID phase changed things dramatically. We were all now faced with a world, you know, typically, as we all remember, working from home, where we now demanded 24-7 access and technologies that allowed us to continue working regardless of, of our location or whatever. So this is where BundleDocs stepped in here, you know, as a ready-made cloud-first, fully automated paperless solution. And it now became part of any firm's document lifecycle. And the final phase, which I'd call, you know, the post-COVID phase, if you want to use that term. So over the previous two phases, we built up a customer base at this stage of over 1,200 firms. and what happened there is we listened to what the market was telling us or asking us or what, what they were even saying to us. And this year we launched a PDF as a service. So Ari, what I can do there is I let Peter expand on that for you so he can explain that in more detail. But that's essentially it. Three phases. Peter, you joined Bundle Docs about six months ago to expand in North America. How does the PDF as a service offering that Brian just mentioned align with the needs of legal teams in this region? Let's start in terms of uh, PDF as a service and talk about our primary service, which already you alluded to in the introduction and Brian talked about, which is the bundling service. Obviously, the bundling service in our market, there's a propensity to go digital. It's court initiated 90% of the time. So all actors, what I've seen in preliminary discussions over the last four months with firms in North America are, are on board. It's becoming a digital relationship not just with the courts, but co-counsel, opposing counsel, et cetera, et cetera. Print is becoming a byproduct of digital now, so that's done. However, in North America, what I've noticed also is there's fewer standards, unlike overseas in the UK, standards for the actual composition of the binder are starting, are in place and evolving, whereas over here, maybe because of the various state, federal, and even local courts, we are at early stages there. However, digital is in play. So we're at the, the tip of the iceberg here and moving forward in our pedigree, which is bundling. As far as bundling as a service, and this is what Brian alluded to, which is post-pandemic, and we're introducing it now, we're talking about the idea of extra services around PDF, splitting, rotating, annotating, redacting, converting, hyperlinking, 
all the what we call 10 to 20 use cases around legal PDF, we're trying to address and actually make them accessible where professionals work. And this aligns perfectly as firms are migrating to their migrating to cloud DM, moving, migrating their documents to the cloud. It only makes sense to have PDF services in line and in vision with their documents. That guarantees accessibility. It guarantees adoption and ultimately lowers cost of ownership. Not only hard costs, we're talking about acquisition costs, licensing, but soft costs in terms of version compatibility, making sure your PDF and your document, DM and Office Suite are in line all the time. This is all assured. So hard and soft costs, revenue rationalization. And so the alignment is perfect as far as one, bundling as our pedigree, and two, our PDF services, the add-on services that I just spoke about. Brian, what are some best practices for introducing new products to existing clients? I would say it comes down to two things. First, deep discussion with your clients. And most importantly, followed up by, I would call it, unbiased validation. So what I mean by that is, so you listen to all your clients, because you must do that. You listen to all your clients, but you really only act on the middle of what's probably called the bell curve. So like, I mean, the reality is that middle is your market, or as we call it here, it's the sweet spot. So listen to everybody, but work off the sweet spot because that, that is your market. So you don't really want to win a client or two. Like you don't want to get sucked into a client or two and lose the whole market or your market opportunity. So you, again, you must really find that sweet spot. Finally, and I would say most importantly, do avoid the temptation of the big client voice. That is a big danger. Don't listen to everybody. Don't get sucked into one or two guys who will guide you maybe off center. That's important. Um, I'd always say the market is always bigger than your biggest client. Peter, BundleDocs has a series of partners that collaborate on sales. How important is a partner ecosystem for growth? There's really essentially two partner streams that we're, we're focused on. The first stream is the integration partners. We are obviously looking at uh, partners like document and case management providers, essentially providers who, one, are the custodians of documents and especially PDFs documents. So that integration is extremely important to us. Where there is a PDF, there is a need to act on it. And that's us, essentially. So integration with practice, case management, and document management solution is number one. And also the consultant organizations that deliver document lifecycle services. These are the organizations that are providing tools, solutions to many pain points around PDF and workflows in the document lifecycle. We're working with those as well. So good example of that, we were at both uh, iManage, Connect, and NetDocuments Inspire conferences. And both of those conferences had both themes in play, which is our in the integration partners, obviously the organizers, NetDocuments and iManage, and also all their partners were keenly interested in our solution to help them and to help their clients in as they migrate to the cloud and are looking for PDF as a service in the cloud. So those are two themes and we continue to develop on our partner ecosystem. Given those themes, as we head into 2023, what trends do you see impacting legal? Well, it's quite unique, 2023. Obviously, 
I've heard the phrase, the party is coming to an end as we are approaching potentially some turbulent economic times, and we're in them probably right now as we speak. What I'm still seeing, nonetheless, is a sprint to the cloud. There's no more debate here. It's a sprint to the cloud. But in that sprint, uh, what I'm also noticing is how firms are rationalizing their tech portfolio, and that's real heavy lifting work, meaning you know, eliminating a lot of applications as they move to the cloud, especially in light of the recession. So that rationalization and that process is important, especially now. There's also more diligence I see being placed on integration, API, as firms start understanding the difference between platformization versus aggregation. We've seen over the last three or four years, a lot of M&A work, a lot in our industry happening, and firms are keenly starting to look at and understand what's the difference between platformization and aggregation, and they're trying to achieve a frictionless state in that new environment moving up to the cloud. Um, a good example is you could have two organizations, two separate software providers providing a better integration, less friction than a single organization that has gone through an aggregation process of acquiring other entities. So firms are starting to understand API integration, and that's becoming a discussion in almost every firm I'm speaking with. More software as a service coming into the market, i.e. cloud-first providers, are advantage here. They're coming into the market, creating disruption, and uh, obviously, that's going to be the platform for the future. So there's huge opportunities still with cloud-first providers. PDF as a service and BundleDocs is one of them. One of the obvious ones is DocuSign, a signature as a service. It's been around and it's the de facto standard in legal workflows. We are trying to mimic the same PDF as a service. We're trying to achieve that ubiquitous frictionless state in PDF ed editing within the legal document workflows. So this is what I see happening 2023 20, and beyond. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Brian Keneally, CEO, and Peter Zvier, Head of Revenue and Operations in North America, respectively, for BundleDocs, a software tool for combining multiple types of documents into a single, fully indexed, paginated, and bookmarked PDF. Brian, Peter, thank you so very much. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.